0: Grace and peace. Welcome back to Soteria Prophetic Ministries. I'm Delisa Rogers. I'm going to be teaching you for the next few moments out of the Word of God. I'm coming from Jeremiah 17, verse 9. And we're talking about the heart, the hidden man of the heart. The heart, the heart, the heart. <laughs> Jeremiah 17, 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. And many of us would like to think that we know who we are that we know what's in our heart. Truth be told, we really don't. As a matter of fact, circumstances are usually the best um, indicators of, of where our heart posture really is. You don't really know what's in you until you are placed in a situation and you're having to respond without being prompted, without foreknowledge, without planning it, you're finding yourself just on that autopilot, automatically default response. And so the situations in our lives have this way to show us those areas that we may not have yet overcome. I can attest personally that there were areas in my life that I had assumed I had overcome or I had been strengthened in or even that I had been delivered from. And lo and behold, a situation would unfold and I would find myself struggling with that old man who who wants to rise and who I thought had been dead and buried and crucified with Christ. And so at that at that moment you you have a decision to make. You have to decide to to put on the mind of Christ. And to act out in a way that will please him, that will uh, navigate you through the parameters of the word of God or within the parameters of the word of God and not allow your flesh to get you into trouble. I want to turn your attention specifically to Apostle Peter. And there was a conversation that Jesus had with his apostles. This is during the time that Jesus was beginning to bear his heart. And he was sharing his passion about events that were about to unfold. And he was preparing the apostles for what was about to take place. And he asked his apostles a question. And some might say, well, what was the purpose behind that? And sometimes situations are like that. We don't really understand why this is happening but as a child of God, please know, please understand and believe that there is a purpose. Ecclesiastes talks about that. There's a purpose for everything. There's a season for it. And so many times we find ourselves in these situations and we're having to respond. And many times the way we respond are the telltale indicators of some of the things that we have had hidden in our hearts. So Jesus asked a question. And he says, Who do men say that I am? And so uh he uh let me quote this right. Yeah. He said, Who do people say, you know, who am I who who are people saying that I am? And so the reply was, Well, some say you're John the Baptist, some say that you're Elijah, some say that you're Jeremiah or one of the other prophets, right? They knew he was anointed, but You know, they were kind of pulling straws in terms of trying to really identify. They knew there was something about this man, but no one could really put their finger on it in the natural. And so Jesus said, yeah, but who do you say that I am? (laughs) Right. In other words, I'm not so much interested in what other people's perceptions and opinions of me is. I need to know for those of you in my inner circle, who am I? Who am I? And so then this is where the rubber hits the road. And Peter spoke up and said, you are Christ, the son of the most high God or the son of the living God. And Jesus pronounces blessings because there are blessings that come with revelation. Jesus said this, seek the kingdom and his righteousness, and then everything follows. So there are blessings, breakthroughs, wonders, miracles, signs, and all of that that comes along with seeking the Lord said, I love a dil- diligent seeker. Those who seek me early shall, fi- shall find me. So God, God loves a seeker. Okay, But Peter here ventures out and he taps into the spiritual realm that none of the other apostles at that time were able to tap into. And he begins to release this revelation that he received straight from the father, straight from the throne room. And he says, you are the Christ. You are the anointed. You are the Messiah. You are the son of the most high God. And so Jesus pronounces a blessing. But here's the thing. And this is where the the, I'm not even going to say the enemy, but this is where our flesh many times trips us up. In seasons of blessings, in seasons of breakthroughs, in seasons of promotions or elevations or other door opening times of our lives, this is where the heart begins to exercise the hidden thing. Please, please, I beseech you by the mercy of God, pay attention to who you become after your blessing is released. I'm going to say that again. Pay attention to who you become after your blessing, after you receive that thing that you've been sowing for, you've been fasting for it, you've been serving for it, you've been travailing and interceding and prophesying and you finally receive that thing. Whatever your thing is, you finally receive it. Pay attention to who you become. After you receive the thing that you've been believing God for, after you get the blessing, after you get the breakthrough, after whatever it is that the wonderful thing that God has done, who have you become? Are you that same person? Are you still walking in humility? Are you still, my word, I love to say, are you still walking soft? Because something happens to Peter out of all of the apostles. Peter receives the revelation. Peter hears from heaven. Peter releases what the Father tells him through the agency of the Holy Spirit. And Peter says the right answer. And Jesus is like, yes, yes, Peter, you got it. As a matter of fact, Peter, upon this rock, not upon Peter, but upon that revelation, upon this truth, okay, upon this stone, uh, I, I will build my church. The revelation of Jesus Christ is what the church is built upon. And so he he, he says, you know, and, and then I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom and, you know, and binding and losing. All of these things are made available to Peter as a result of him receiving this revelation. And so later on, you find that and I'm going to give this to you. This is in Matthew 16, by the way. And you find that. Uh, Peter, let's see, where do I want to take you? Where do we want to go here? Sorry about that. Someone was trying to call me. Um, this is in, uh, Peter takes, the Bible said, this is in Matthew 16, 22. And Jesus is telling them about how he's going to be crucified and so forth. And Peter pulls Jesus to the side and said, oh, not so. This is not going to happen. (laughs) He said, this will never happen. you." You know, I chuckle because the audacity. Right. But Peter says he now he just received this promotion and this elevation and he's blessed and he's got keys to the kingdom. And then he turns around and Jesus says, okay, this is what is getting ready to happen to me. Let me prepare you all for what's about to take place. Peter said, oh no, this will not happen. Be afar from me. This will never happen to you. And Jesus turned and looked at Peter, you know, and said, get behind me, Satan. Now the young people, my students will say, wait mint." How did this go there so quick? This is the same man who received the revelation from the father, released it, was blessed, received kingdoms, uh, keys to the kingdom, doors, binding, loosing. And then not even another season later, within that same season of receiving the blessing, the deeds of his heart became manifest. Peter sought to exalt himself above even the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you know, that's a problem. That's a big problem. So this is why I say, you know, pay attention to who you become after the blessing, because there will be things now that you're no longer struggling in certain areas of your life or in your finances or in relationship, you know, you sort of get a a relief. And in that we praise God for the relief. We praise God for a season of peace and, 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 uh, comfort and so forth. But don't fall asleep. right. Don't fall into a spirit of slumber to where you're not paying attention. You're not being observant of what is still happening on the inside of you. What is being stirred on the inside of you? Peter rose up and exalted himself above the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus rebuked him. As a matter of fact, he spoke and called, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Satan, this wasn't even a demon or a spirit, but we're talking about the prince, okay, uh, of the hierarchy of the kingdom of darkness himself. Jesus spoke to him as that devil was using Peter. He said, you are a stumbling block to me, for you do not mind the things of God, but of man. And so I wanted to take you back to what Jeremiah said. You know, the heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it? You don't know. Peter didn't know he had that in him. Because I'm sure he wasn't planning to say that. But there was a situation that occurred And it triggered and it released something that Peter had despite having revelation, despite being anointed, despite having keys. There were still things in Peter's character that had not been crucified or killed. And when he was released and he felt blessed and he felt anointed and he felt he had the authority to to, to say a thing. He said a thing and Jesus checked him. Even later on, you find when they're in the garden and and Jesus is telling them to pray and they're falling asleep. And Jesus said, pray that you enter not into temptation. What happens? Peter wakes up. The uh, Roman army is there and Peter immediately enters into the temptation. And he goes to he nearly commits murder. It was attempted murder. And Jesus came and rebuked him again. Peter put the sword away and healed the man's ear. And then later on, you find that Peter again abandoned Jesus during his crucifixion season and, and betrayed him. I don't know him. I don't, I, that's, I don't know who he is. Never seen the man. And an animal had to bear witness to the lie. This is the same man, people of God who said, you are the Christ, you are the anointed, you are the son of God. So this is why I, I, in my podcast, if you listen to my previous podcast, I talked about faithfulness over charisma because many times we, we elevate and we celebrate gifts and anointings and callings and all that stuff that we see. And we, we fail to examine the heart. And, and this is where many of God's people have fallen. Uh, In terms of not being able to examine our own hearts or not being able to discern the heart behind other people's actions and motives. And these are great travesties and tragedies that can bring great destruction, if not for the grace and mercy of God. So I just wanted to leave that with you. I know some of you are like, gosh, you get so good into it and you pull away. Because I I want you to take what is being shared and, and chew the cud. That means regurgitate it, digest it, eat it, search scriptures, search uh, the Lord in this realm of the spirit. And, and let the Holy Spirit finish ministering this to you. Amen. So God bless you. Praise God. That was a wonderful little uh, uh, meal. Uh, praise God. Hopefully some things that will get you to just, just stop and think as you're having a coffee break or maybe you're on your lunch. Just some things to make you go, hmm, Lord, what is in me that I, I haven't seen yet? And Lord, how am I going to react when certain situations arise? What, what am I going to say? How am I going to respond? You know, which deeds of my heart are going to be manifest that I may have to come back and, and and make amends or correct. So God bless you until next time. Take care.